0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. We've just been singing to that but it has nothing to do with this, does it? Also, I don't think I have the right words. Oh. No, but you it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> no. matter. You know, like when when you sing it until someone turns the music down and you're like, mm. oh, it's like when I I'm did. singing I'm I'm singing my absolute brain off
1: yes. in the car and then I go oh, someone where there's not and it's it's not downloaded from Spotify and it cuts out
0: and I'm just yes. there wailing. I'm like, oh God. <gasps> Ooh! Before, by the way, this is a fresh detective on business with Emily and Laura Leyland. Oh, yeah, Episode sorry. 49, which we will tell you what it is in Spanish in a set, but I just think that Laura will be um, happy because I watched Pitch Perfect 2, which is cheesy, isn't it?
1: You- Hang on. Sorry, I was a bit lost for words then. I didn't think Emily even knew that there was a film called Pitch Perfect. There
0: wasn't Pitch Perfect, originally. Have you on- watched it? Well, number one number one. No, it's not on Netflix. Don't oh. know where to find it. Um, but then I watched Pitch Perfect too. I cried like with joy oh, um, and, and a little bit I of like I was it. like, oh my god, this is so I absolutely loved Yay! it. Oh, oh. I was so, I was like this on the couch. I fucking and love then Tom came Perfect because like, we were going out for a few drinks with like Rollie and Listen stuff like that. And then he got on I was just sat on the couch like tear stained face like clapping and dancing with Lenny. And I was like, he's like, wow, where where am I? To? Where <laughs> I like a groupie. Oh my god. I was love so Pitch Perfect. They're all three of them are brilliant. Oh, I love it. Oh there's three. there's three. Where is one and three? I don't know. Where are one and three? bet you can get it on Amazon. Oh, yeah. I've got Amazon. I hate it when they're like, oh by the way, this is not on Prime. Like, Gotta pay one You are a wanker. Don't mm. you dare. I hate it. That's that star thing on Amazon. They're so mean.
1: It's not. It makes me want to cancel it, but I. But then I. I do order a lot of shit off Amazon. Yeah. So I kind of need
0: the Prime delivery. Well, I pay for Audible seven nine nine a month, and I tend to get like do the boost like eighteen quid a month, and then I pay for Amazon Prime, and I think you just rinse it. Because Netflix doesn't go. Oh, by the way, you can't watch that unless you pay I more. I I mean, they might though if they talk to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amazon oh my <laughs> You can't just shut my laptop like in the middle of the night Like say me and Tom have watched a film in bed And then we shut it and put it under the bed It's like In the middle of the night In the middle of the night I've be been walking in, in, in my, my shoes. We have been Is walking it? in or the sleep, ma- sleep. I've been walking in my sleep through the moon and moon and moon, and, and the river's so deep. deep. I've been looking for something.
1: <laughs> no idea if these are right words. Oh, I used to love that song. Oh, Did you? Me too. I, to, I might put it on my Spotify. Yeah, what's that's it called? A good one. In the middle of the
0: night. <laughs> I've been walking in shoe my shoes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Do you remember that? E already, E already. I can hear the sounds of the monkey business. <laughs> <laughs> it was Freddie Mercury, weren't it? Do you know what? Those songs remind me of when we used to go to um, Layland Dentist with <laughs> <laughs> And then we'd go and then that'd be on the way back. We'd be like, ooh, dribbling from having all our numerous amounts of teeth taken out. And then she'd put music on like that and give us ice cream. Or, uh, sauce, no, gravy and mash. Mash and gravy. I don't remember the ice cream or the mash and gravy, but I remember Do you the remember songs. songs? Yeah. And the Layland Dentist? i <laughs> they? <Was> <laughs> not sure if she does.
1: I thought it was Wigan. I mean, Me and Mum spent a lot of time in Wigan. Oh, that's the,
0: orthodont- your the orthodontist. Your orthodontist. Oh, My orthodontist, orthodontist was Charlie. Oh, and that that's obviously much ha- better. Yeah. I don't think they were there, though, when you were a child. <laughs> you know? Because you're older. I know. and No one would think
1: that. Everyone always says who's older, and it <sighs> makes her really mad. That's why she tells everyone she's the younger, but then Karma. Kicks her in the tits. Mm. Yeah, it does.
0: So, Laura, what is the Spanish equivalent to the number of this podcast? 49. 49. We are nearly at 50. Wow. Oh, we should have a party for the year. Yeah, we should have a party. Podcast party. party. Oh my God, a podcast party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we should, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah,
0: what's this one about? <laughs> Whether you share shit recruitment, apparently. Yeah. But the title is Your Fairy Job Mothers. What's the song that goes with Sleeping Beauty? Because I want to sing Come Little Children, but that's Hocus Pocus, isn't it? Hmm. Come little children, I'll take, take you, away. you away. Very good. Why don't we know any more words to things? Oh, no, I we don't just... know. Yeah, you we know you know when they're making the cake and stuff the little fairy godmothers and they're like... And they're patting on things and they're flying around and the squirrels and stuff are all helping. Oh, I love that film. So, I've put in Sleeping Beauties and it says, once upon a dream. Once... What's that go like? Once upon a dream. A spoonful of sugar. That's Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You get it on YouTube. So, this one, right, me and Laura... Oh, I'm sorry, I hit the mic. But this is all about, so... Hit the mic, psych. Hit the mic, psych. That was answered, Deck. wasn't it PJ and Duncan yeah yeah uh yeah so me and Laura are now offering recruitment director services take what you will from that this was Laura's idea, which is a great idea. I mean, we do have a lot of different products that spin off fresh perspective. Because that's our recruitment business with a twist. And I suppose a big part of what we do is educating people on how to do recruitment better, because there's no point filling vacancies if you've got if you're interviewing like rubbish, if you've got a really bad onboarding process, if you don't have any processes in place, if you can't keep all these staff, there's no point just filling it. Filling it up with new people if they're going to leave anyway. So now we're sort of offering this service. So we go into businesses and help them be better at recruitment. But you can't have us like all the time.
1: Not all the time, no. No, oh, no. A few days a month.
0: Oh, look, we've got a new product, but you can only have half a day a week. Yeah, so if we get really busy, then you're fucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, first come, first serve. So get your orders in now. Yeah.
0: Tell, why did you have the idea for this?
1: And I was thinking of how we can make more money. (laughs) Mm. And I was thinking, what? It was when we were. Bitching about having to do recruitment with the team because we don't like doing it because we've done it a long, 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 long time and we actually like doing other things like helping with recruitment strategy, running yeah. the business, growing the business. Which we should
0: be doing it now. We're five years old. We should be doing it now, bro. We should be doing it now,
1: but we're not because we're busy. So and then like, what what would be better suited to me and Emily and our and I was having our contribution to bringing in our money and delivering of work at Fresh and I was like, it is it that higher level like what we've done before, helping with oh. Overall recruitment strategy. So that's your employer branding, pre, your candidate attraction strategy, onboarding and reviews, interview, your overall recruitment campaign. And everything that kind of feeds into that. So, you know, your job specs, your, your social presence, your careers page, Glassdoor and Indeed, all your social profiles and conveying your personality and your culture and the values of your business through all those channels to yeah. then attract people. And then it's what you do. What is your strategy once you've attracted someone? How do you um, convey enthusiasm excitement, and excitement and create excitement in them and interest in your company and your opportunities, creating a pipeline of candidates to make recruitment easy, simple um smooth and efficient so you can do it yourself or you can work with a recruitment partner like fresh perspective who you don't need to pay a crazy amount of money to do everything for you but just there as an assist yeah a bit like when you have um you'll have may have an internal hr function and a hr manager but you may also have a, a hr partner and a consultancy that sits outside of your organization just to help with certain issues that you might just need to cross reference some information sense check something have a bit of a check on their law or whatever just to catch you and support you in your own endeavors but that's what we would do on the, yeah, on the because, recruitment side and
0: I'm glad you brought up HR because a lot of people think that when you've got somebody who does HR they naturally do recruitment but they don't I sort of see like recruitment obviously is what happens first and you could think like it starts with how you market yourself to candidates, your employer branding, your online presence, and then obviously how you bring candidates into that rah rah rah. But obviously, all that has rah, to yes. rah. rah. oh, nah. <laughs> ah, be. <unciation enorme> but yeah, so you do all the recruitment <laughs> stuff first, and then we always say that like once because even we do like quite a bit of onboarding as well, because we don't want to sort of pass the baton over too early, because we've done all this amazing work. We've got these fantastic candidates in place, we've got your offer, we've got someone accepted, and then we want to make sure that this starts there's obviously all this process to go through in the notice period because you've got to keep that that sort of excitement really high and then when we want to pass a sort of metaphorical baton over to hr that's we want it to be done well but it is it's then passed over so hr is more internal what's going on in your business whereas recruitment's almost bringing this how you look on the outside to the outside world so obviously bring people into yeah, the business. in so yeah you work in so yeah you work in tandem
1: in a business in tandem you'd have recruitment in hr they'd probably sit in the same office if not next to each other because yeah. they work together on their
0: overall people strategy but no, they do not do the same thing do they one
1: is a peacock
0: rings them in one the, is a are we mother the, hen are we the, I want to be a peacock We're peacocks Yeah Maybe mother hen Like when When I'm a bit a bit older I think it would suit An older Emily that Older <laughs> Emily Okay Yeah
1: Yeah and and well A 99% 99 percent of the HR people I know I fucking hate recruitment yeah because it but recruitment that's fine, why they love all totally different like, so, skill set yeah
0: like it's like you've got to be really tenacious and you're, and you're extrovert. extrovert out there like chomping at the bit dead enthusiastic <laughs> don't take no for an answer that is not what HR are like it's like, well, they're you, so different if you look at
1: the disc profile as a personality tool which we use a lot and um, I is is one thing that's probably quite useful in recruitment. You don't need to have it to be good at recruitment. But I is your people-centred element, but it's your extroverted, people-centred element. Whereas you've got the S, which is your other person-centred element of the dis-profile, but it's your steady, supportive, nurturing side, which I think is probably something that's quite important on the HR side. On the HR side. Yeah, Yeah,
0: definitely. If you were going to split it down, you'd definitely say that S would be more HR and I would be more recruitment it is so different and you've got to you, you're thinking out there i'm sweet we we use agencies to do our recruitment and we've got hr great but agencies a lot of the time sit outside and as much as they serve an absolute purpose and you could have the best agency ever that's fine because they can go and attract people for you no problem but again if you're if you don't have any process in place if you're rubbish at interviewing if you're struggling to keep all the people but your agency's great so they can still find you more people then you've got some recruitment issues that you need to address and your HR person is probably not gonna be able to solve those for you no so you need to come to us
1: and all you then. and you do
0: need to, and, and <laughs> as
1: much as that is a, a, brazen, then, a plug? brazen plug for us uh, a lot of the, re, the people that, in HR that we know who are consultants that they really 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 happy that they've, they know about fresh because obviously we're ace and we all get on and have a happy Yay. time together but because we, off, we offer recruitment services like they offer hr services and we're very different to an agency so if you think about it like this if you had internal hr if you had internal recruitment then if you've got the right people in those jobs it's going to be a harmonious people strategy your business is going to grow and you're going to keep hold of people if you've got external hr um, and you have external recruitment that is like the HR, so it mirrors it. So you've got um, an outsourced HR and recruitment team that work in harmony together because they operate similarly. Like recruitment consultancy such as Fresh Receptive and a HR wow. consultancy oh my god me, oh Brandon. Wow. HR consultancy <laughs> as those of our, out there but then you've got recruitment agencies that are neither of these things operate completely differently to both of those areas um, have rules into themselves operate and charge in a totally different way and then people are like well it doesn't wo- work. <laughs> like, work.
0: work it doesn't why, work why, why, why don't it doesn't work and don't then like. that's why they don't like recruitment because they've not put any effort into the stuff before they start using agencies I hate agencies and a lot of the time it's not that the agencies are doing a bad job it's that you don't let them in because you don't like them because you've got all these stereotypical things but you leave recruitment to the last minute it becomes reactive and therefore when something's reactive it's stressful, it's irritating because you're like fuck's sake we've got to do it now we've left it too long, you don't prioritise it and then you're just annoyed with the whole process which is shit and that's why oh my god I had a chat with someone the other day I don't think I'm going to listen to this podcast hopefully but he <laughs> he was saying to me that he did work with two agencies in the past and he's got this business that's been, going, been going four years three four years and he was like um I don't want to work with him again though like one and those two people who the agency's place are no longer in the business and I was like oh right and I was like then is that completely the agency's fault and obviously he thinks yeah and I thought right and I was like what why did you hire them because just because an agency sent it, did they like force you or did they like literally take you at gunpoint, gunpoint and yeah. said, listen, you better take these on and you better pay us. Or else like, I'll no. kill you dead. We need to take responsibility for our own actions. And as much as an agency might send you a CV and you say, I'm going to hire that person because I have interviewed them. I have done my due diligence on this person and I have made that decision to hire them. Why then? Just because it doesn't work out. Do you blame the recruiter? I don't like, fair enough if they've not. Well, that's just an insight into them as a person. Oh, it's the so annoying isn't it? It happens too much. And again, you pay for a certain service but also you do have the final say so come on
1: well yeah we had a client recently and oh, very um, passionate oh very passionate and <laughs> someone left the business and they're like well and and she was saying well, well you need to replace this person for, for free i'm like okay well why did they leave and then um, they said well this person was in a situation they, they don't believe in the way that the management is run and they think that some of it, the way of that sometimes leads to bullying bullying in the workplace and then on the flip side of that favouritism for other people which makes her feel stressed and anxious. And that anxious. is our fault. I'm like, How Obviously, the fuck is that our, our fault? fault? Isn't
0: it? We must go and find them someone else and we can put them back in that situation for the same thing to happen again and then guess whose fault it's going to be when they leave? Mine. Yeah! <laughs> oh my goodness, we need to if everyone has took responsibility for their own actions because sometimes we might send you a CV that's not suitable and we'll be like, that's fine, that's all right. You might interview someone who's not suitable Fine, but it's okay. Can, it's not okay. the end of the world. We can just go and find someone else. That's the whole point else. of an interview. Oh my goodness, I know, but it's like we well, we feel like we have to take this what a waste, of on. waste of oh time, waste of time. Oh my Cause, goodness, because I interview someone they weren't
1: right. Like, but that's the whole point of an interview. It's a meeting to see if it's going to work out yeah. or not. You can't just interview people and expect that everyone you interview is going to be the right person. That's like although I don't we know, do like, that with meetings. <laughs>
0: every first date you go on is going to be yeah. the person it's you're going to marry. That's why they're all first dates because you go on several to figure out who is worth spending time with, and that is. Pretty much recruitment, but if you're just working with agencies and then you're pissed off because you made the decision that was actually your fault, but you're gonna blame someone else. Whereas if you'd work with us in the beginning and we'd set some processes in place and we taught you how to recruit better, how to forecast when to start looking, because it's so funny when people come and say, "So I need someone. It's mid-May. I need someone at the beginning of June. So I'm thinking of looking at the end of May." Yeah. Oh. Okay, they go, well, how got... are we going to get someone in in a couple of days' time? We we are fucking brilliant, but we, we are, are your not magic. Job mothers. Well, I don't know. That's the whole episode is about us being <laughs> magic, but we're not. We can't There's be too a limit ma- to it. Well, we can't be too magical because we get tired. It's... Think about all the people that use the superpowers and then they're drained. <laughs> Obviously, we have several clients, so we can't do that. Or Everyone has. Everyone thinks they're like a comedian when you're like,
1: when do you need this person? And they're like, yesterday. <laughs> I'm oh, like, it's
0: very possible, I'm like,
1: though. no, that that's not funny
0: and it's, it's not, not original funny. you need at least like two months min but then some people could be on a longer notice period two months minimum before you want someone to start and then and at least you're kind of looking at a month for the notice period you're giving it a month for recruitment but i'd say that like no less than that and obviously if someone leaves you can't do you that can't of course do that. you can't
1: but you know just thinking about your growth plans be proactive. Obviously, you have to be reactive to someone leaving unless you've got a crystal ball. <laughs> you mm. know it's going to come. If you've got one, please tell me where you got it from because I would Ooh, love one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely love one. And then going back to the um, lady client that I talked about before where that person left because she was made to feel stressed. Mm. Um, and I said, right, okay, well, before we replace this person, shall we, let's do an anonymous employee engagement service to yeah, yeah. find out how everyone's we still feeling. about products yeah another plug um i find out everyone's feelings so you can fix any potential problems then just let's do that for you recruit more people because you don't want to just keep recruiting and people leaving because that's wasting your time well no i don't need that
0: I'm like, okay
1: you okay. do though
0: like it's it's just the last thing it's oh, when someone leaves it is awful, like, because obviously you think you put loads of training in and you thought they were right and stuff like that, but you have to learn from it. If you're not learning from it and you're just repeating the same behaviour, then you well, are insanity, just insane, aren't yeah. you? You're just being a dickhead. don't mm. no, why do you want to be a massive dickhead? I don't know. I do think some people really enjoy being... I mean, I quite enjoy being a dick sometimes, like, when I'm moody and... What? No. I know. This is shocking. I, I have no idea what you're I don't like being moody, I don't, no, I actually don't like being moody, but I quite enjoy
1: I think she does it on purpose, because she came in this morning and she's moody Not in a horrible way,
0: in a sad way No, like, yeah, I, so, I say to the people, like, it's, it's no one else's fault, I just feel really upset this morning Like, then, oh my so god, then I'm then so when, hormonal.
1: Uh, I, I was like, I know what I can do, I went and booked the spa day that we have vouchers
0: for <laughs> Tea, she was so good. I was like, Thank you. And then we drove to the recording studio, and she went the wrong way again because she always wants to go to the stables. I'm on autopilot. <laughs> Dalton's always calling me, like, She'll come to the stables now. She'll come to the stables, it's the next turning. It's a very nice place in Charlie. <laughs> I think that's probably it in it, for this episode. I think that was Basically,
1: gold. if you don't want us to do your recruitment for you, you need us to consult with you on um, a couple of days a month on your, your recruitment strategy, your overall function, and campaigns and processes, so that you can do it yourself, save a shit ton of money on your recruitment, but hire amazing
0: people, grow your business, be successful, and keep hold of all your talent. Definitely. And just to sort of add to that, if you think, oh, my God, that sounds really expensive, if you've only got a small budget, I would highly recommend doing that first before you recruit anyway because then at least you feel more educated before you go out there oh but, yeah so, so it's about price and stuff we're dead flexible because
1: another element of our recruitment director service is that we'll train people in the business to be better at recruitment so if you if you've only got a bit of money, spend it on the recruitment director stuff because we can impart our knowledge and help you get a kick-ass process um, and strategy. We can also train whoever is going to be helping out on the recruitment from an internal perspective. We can show them how to do headhunting, Ooh, how yeah. to screen candidates, how to interview, how to pipeline so that you can you don't need to pay someone to do that for you. You've already got your employees who will do it.
0: <laughs> this was men of be Sleeping Beauty soundtrack, but I don't know if it's the one...
1: I enjoyed it, I thought that was like the crescendo No, I know, I tried to to the pigeon. You know my dreams
0: Oh God. I know
1: you, this song is
0: very high for me. I'd love to watch this now, you know, like on a, having a duvet day.
1: I feel like oh. uh, what, I should be boring dancing.
0: Loved it! I love this film. Does anyone else love this? Look at the fairy little fairy g's in the corner. <laughs> the fairy g mothers, right? I'll okay. fade this out nicely. Do you want to tell the word to follow us? And I'll start the third. Please be our own personal
1: stalkers and follow us on Spotify, and Apple, and SoundCloud. And <laughs> we're okay. having a nice time
0: with the music.
1: But thanks so much for listening, oh, guys. Thank and you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.